0: You're listening to South Florida Journal. I'm Colin Orange. And I'm Michelle Rubinov. This week, we continue a periodic feature with Dr. Ada Sirajadini, Dean of the FAU College of Science. Ask a Scientist uses the methods of science to help us better understand stories making South Florida headlines. This week, Dean Sirajadini gained some insight into resource use and sustainability. Climate change is already raising issues of sustainability and posing a threat to human populations worldwide. A 2014 World Health Organization study predicted climate change could lead to a quarter million deaths each year between 2030 and 2050. But a review published in last month's New England Journal of Medicine paints an even bleaker picture. It suggests that depleted resources and consequent declines in food production could result in hundreds of thousands of further deaths by 2050. Dean Surajadini recently sat down with FAU ethnobotanist Maria Fadiman, whose work centers on conservation and sustainability.
1: Thank you for joining us, Maria. Thank you. I would like the listeners to learn more about your research.
0: So I'm an ethnobotanist, meaning that I work with the relationship between people and plants. And this can take all kinds of forms. It can be for construction, for medicine, for food, for ceremonial reasons— So most of the research that I do is out in the rainforests of Latin America, which come with some mishaps here and there with spiders in your shoes, but all arachnids aside, it's a wonderful place to look at the relationship with plants in a very direct way, which of course we have it here, but using that as an example. So the research I do is in the context of looking at resource use and sustainability, especially in the aspect of deforestation, which in the rainforest is a huge issue, but this is a topic that is important globally for how we use our resources and how to keep our forests intact, but also to have a way for us to still use these resources. Looking at this from an ethnobotanical angle, one of the theories that people put forth is that a standing forest is more useful and valuable over the long term than cutting a forest down.
1: Let's hear the evidence then that you have compiled and put together as part of your research that supports that particular theory that you put forth.
0: So we then will gather evidence, gather data that will either support this theory or or work against it. When I am gathering data, first of all, we look at what can you use from the forest. And the idea is if you can collect from the forest, whether it's fruits or leaves or bark from the trees in a sustainable way, you can continue to use that forest. So when we're looking at these uses, it is for the people themselves to use, but we also start to look at this in the realm of economics. Is it going to be valuable to save these resources that people are using and give an incentive for conservation. That is for this example, but could it be elsewhere as well?
1: So when you talk about the rainforest, Maria, where is this exactly?
0: So the specific rainforest about which I'm speaking is in northwestern Ecuador. So it is on the other side, it's not the Amazon, but it is premontane rainforest, and it's in a part of Ecuador where it is considered one of the hotspots of biodiversity.
1: And you mentioned you've gone to Ecuador for over 20 years and gathered that evidence over that time period. Most people wouldn't think about traveling to Ecuador and the rainforest to study sustainability and then apply it to our society here in the United States and in Florida. What are you learning in Ecuador that is applicable here with respect to sustainability and our environment in Florida?
0: People ask to do ethnobotany, to work with people and plants. Do you have to go out somewhere really far and rural and remote? And the answer is no. Although that is where I do most of my research, not at all. Everyone is connected to plants in the most basic ways. If we think of what we ate for breakfast, if you had a piece of toast, you were eating wheat. If you had a glass of juice, you were probably getting some form of oranges that came potentially from Florida. The clothes you're wearing, they're made of cotton. The aspirin you took, that originally comes from a willow tree. And so looking, first of all, just at the connection between people and plants, it's right here all the time with us every day. Or if we think of mistletoe during the certain holiday season, that's very ritualistic what you are supposed to do when you see that plant. So we have that connection here. And when we understand how connected we are to plants in our everyday way, We also get the connection in a much larger sense. So for areas like the Everglades and the natural spots that we have in Florida that are so important in terms of all the ecological functions that they are providing, as well as what it creates for people to be able to go out there and walk in these natural spaces. And the feeling you get and our natural connection to nature, that infuses you and that starts to connect you to the natural world on which we are all dependent for oxygen, for water, all of these very basic needs, that helps us to connect to how important that is. So in terms of plant use and sustainability, there are wonderful plants that you can collect and that you can eat here in Florida that you can use for basketry, looking both at historical uses and also looking at what people are doing today. And then you look at how sustainable is that? And what economic benefit can you get from collecting from a source that continues to provide for you that will then provide for you indefinitely?
1: And what is your take on the relevance of sustainability in the rainforest compared to the relevance in our everyday lives in Florida?
0: People say, oh, the rainforests are the lungs of the planet. Every forest is part of the lungs of the planet. And it's important that any forest be respected, Be conserved, and the thing is to do it without saying you can't touch it. And the idea is you can use the rainforest. You can use forests in the United States, in Europe, specifically in the Everglades. It's not saying you can't be a part of it, but it is saying you need to use it in a way that is sustainable and to understand how to collect from it and to also understand what you can get from it so you have a reason to do so.
1: Thank you, Maria. I especially like how you have connected the methods of science to an everyday practical issue in Florida, which is the degree of sustainability that we have in our environment. Uh, Dr. Maria Fadiman is Associate Professor of Geosciences at Florida Atlantic University. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to South Florida Journal. I'm Colin Orange.
0: And I'm Michelle Rubinov.